0: This is Parrot Talk,
1: brought to you by Restoring the Faith Media, restoringthefaith.com.
0: Good morning, it's hump day. It is the eighth day of the 11th month. This is the year of our Lord 2023, and this is Parrot Talk here on the Crusade Channel, live talk radio the way it should be, always on air and always online. Uh, broadcasting from the heart of America, you can email me, restoringfaithmedia at gmail. Good morning, one and all. Good morning to you. Happy hump day. Happy Wednesday. More of the merchandise that you need for your daily life is becoming out of reach. No, not just financially out of reach. I'm not just talking about like the 25% uh, inflation rate that the government refuses to admit to. No, 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 no. I'm referring to physically out of reach. You know, like how you, when you have a toddler and they're just constantly grabbing stuff and you're like, okay, put this high up. Put it on top of the fridge. They can't get it there unless you've got a really climby toddler. I had one once that did climb the fridge. Turns out he's kind of like very wiry. He's he's monkey man. Um, <laughs> he's nine years old now, but when he was two, he climbed the fridge and he could get to whatever it was that we didn't want him getting to shoplifting is up 73 percent in the dallas area and retailers are now rushing to put merchandise out of reach you can't touch it anymore because the scholars have just decided to take it it's part of their philosophy Shopping experience in Dallas is starting to change as retail theft increased 73% through the first six months of this year, according to a report released this week. Dallas and Los Angeles, where shoplifting increased 109%, experienced the highest reported retail theft in the first half of the year, according to an analysis of 24 major cities by the Nonpartisan Council of Criminal Justice. The data helps explain new scenes around Dallas. You know, uh, I go to Dallas uh, every now and then, probably twice a year. At a Walmart in northeast Dallas, flashing lights frame a camera above an aisle of locked cases holding men's underwear, socks, and wallets. Comes with a warning. Security camera in use. Electric toothbrushes are behind locked cases. Electric Razors are behind lock and key at a nearby Target. Kroger, that's the major grocery chain in the Texas area. Uh, and I think they're, they're, I think they're much bigger than just Texas, but you don't see them in the heart of America. Kroger has, been, has added security gates to some Dallas stores to prevent quick, quick exits of full shopping carts of consumables, such as laundry detergent. Tide and Oxy are behind new locked cases at Kroger on Mockingbird Lane. Mockingbird's where uh, Dallas Love Field is. You fly into Dallas on Southwest Airlines, you land on Mockingbird, you uh, bump on over to Kroger, and you can't get any Tide or Oxy. No Tide Pods for you. A box asks shoppers to press the button if they need help. Armed guards in uniform are more visible in Dallas stores and malls. Many cities saw a decline in shoplifting during the COVID-19 pandemic because the stores were closed. (laughs) That wasn't the case in Dallas where shoplifting rates were flat through the pandemic but started to rise in November and December of last year. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it goes on. It goes on. There are billions, hundreds of billions of dollars of shoplifting Losses that are being absorbed by people, by these greedy corporations, these greedy retailers. Uh, they're, they, people are like, well, why, why does it cost $7 for deodorant? Well, because four sticks of deodorant got stolen before they could finally sell one to you, the idiot who paid for it. <laughs> That's why. Thank you, scholars. Thank you. Uh what can I tell you about this? I'm I'm on the council on criminal justice's website. Key takeaways. The median value of goods stolen and shoplifting incidents grew from 75,000 or $75 in 2019
1: to roughly $100 in 2021. The share of shoplifting
0: incidents categorized as felonies in five of the cities nearly
1: doubled from 8% to 16%. More than 95% of shoplifting incidents in 19,
0: 20, and 21 involved one or two people.
1: And only a small, 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 tiny fraction involved more than six people. The proportion of shoplifting incidents that involved an assault or other crime
0: rose 9% from 19 to 21, but still a
1: pretty small share. Shoplifting rate uh, continues to go up, continues to climb. These
0: graphs are scary. I wonder what's causing it. I have no idea. I have my theories. Okay, percentage change in shoplifting in 24 cities... They just did a whole hit, hit article on Dallas. Dallas rose 20%, but above Dallas, you have Virginia Beach at 44%, Los Angeles at 61%,
1: New York 64%. I mean, you've got to be proud. If you're in Chattanooga, it went down 1%.
0: If you're in St. Petersburg,
1: Florida, it went down seventy-eight percent. Wonder what they're doing there. Well, the scholars are everywhere. I, you know, I think it's important that we teach our children about the scholars
0: because you just never know what a scholar might do—impulse control, you know, those types of things. Um, speaking of ranking, instead of ranking uh, cities for important vices. Can we rank countries very quickly for an important vice? Or at least an important vice to me. Percentage of people who have binge drank in the last 30 days. So this would be percentage of people who had six or more drinks in one sitting in the past month. All right? Out of how? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Okay, so out of 10 countries uh, reflected here, measured by the uh, by the U.S. sun, the United States is 10th, with 23% of adults responding that they have had six drinks in one sitting in the last month. My question is, how long are we sitting? Because I don't know if we're sitting through a football game or something like that um does that count what if you're sitting for like five hours what if it's at a sunday afternoon and you got your friends over
1: and you and is that one sitting i don't know maybe some of you binge drink all the time so who are the other nations that are binge drinking
0: Better than we are. Okay, I'll go from number 10 all the way up. Number 9, Iceland, 24%. Number 8, Ireland, 25%. You know, the Irish are known for taking a drink or two, or three, or six. Australia, 26%. Belgium, 28%. Germany, 30%. Luxembourg. 35%. Wow, that's a big jump. The UK, also at 35%, but topping Luxembourg. And for the number two spot, Romania. That one surprised me. That was a curveball. You don't see anything else in Eastern Europe on this list, but in Romania, they like to have the bottle. And then number one, this one also surprised me. I thought that this place was like Where Bernie Sanders pointed out socialism worked, this is the best place on planet Earth, it is a little place called Denmark. The Danes, at 37%, more than one in three adults have binge drank in the last month. They seem like wonderful people, to be honest. I think I could hang with the Danes, really. When it comes to sexes, UK women tied for the top spot with Denmark, but men drank more than women in every nation. All right, so I guess the, the UK is a little sad that they came in third on the binge drinking, but their women are binge drinking much more than any other women uh, from, the, from the survey. So I guess it pays to be a winner. Speaking of winning, the Democrats won yesterday uh, in major victories in Ohio, Kentucky, and Virginia. In Virginia, they flipped the state house. This is going to be blunting. Uh, what is his name? Glenn Yonkin? Is that his first name, Glenn? Yonkin wanted to be president so badly. He wanted to basically jump in and be the white knight of the race, the unexpected late. Contender who shows up and has a real chance fresh blood fresh victory in Virginia he is stunned in Virginia as Democrats not only kept the state Senate but they flipped the House of Delegates this guy was touted as a White House candidate this is a crushing blow on his home turf what got him? what what were people motivated for across the board uh yesterday in elections on election day in uh 2023 you know there were elections in like more than 20 states i want to say more even possibly more than 30 states various types well abortion rights took center stage at the ballot box in virginia anyway abortion is being voted for in places like kentucky in places like ohio and yes in places like virginia so to the extent uh, look if the democrats can keep abortion on the ballot in 2024 this may be one way for them to uh overcome the massive deficit they have in fake catholic super in chief joe biden who doesn't know how to tie his shoes um if he promises to systematically rid the world of unwanted human life in genocidal maniac form, um, not only in Gaza, but also in the American womb, then maybe people really don't care if he can tie a shoe or not, as long as he appoints somebody as like the abortion czar.
1: In Virginia... Abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy, Democrats took control
0: of the place. This was after Republicans tried to get the 15-week ban. So Republicans tried to get the 15-week ban, and the Democrats responded by dominating the election. Roe v. Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court. Note that uh, even, even on the day and weeks after the stunning uh, overturning of Roe v. Wade, if you were to go on over to churchmilitant.com, I wouldn't recommend doing that because they're probably going to hack you. They tried to hack me, literally tried to hack my computer. They embedded malicious code into a link and sent it over to me, hoping that I would click it, psychopaths. Uh, but if you if you were to go to churchmilitant.com, the, le- the so-called leading Catholic uh, news source, in the days and weeks following the overturning of Roe v. Wade, you would find that I, yours truly, was the top U.S. news story that week, and that the overturning of Roe v. Wade could not and did not dethrone me from their watchful eye. So um, I'm always reminded of this. Whenever I see Roe v. Wade in writing, I always, I always think about the time that I reach out to them and was like, guys, we have bigger fish to fry. Roe v. Wade's getting overturned. Can we stop this madness? Well, the madness doesn't, the madness doesn't stop until the enemy runs out of money. That's the real kicker. When the enemy runs out of money uh, in lawfare, then the madness stops. Anyway, uh, in Kentucky, Kentucky and Ohio um, border states, uh, Kentucky kind of consider, considered part of the South, although they touch Ohio. Um, man, abortion rights, supporters they were they were out and about. Uh, now it's going to be into the Ohio Constitution. Does the voter supported an, an amendment that enshrined the right to abortion in the Ohio Constitution? Um, something similar happened in Kentucky. Not good for the Republican Party. Oh, Democrat governor won re-election in uh, in in Kentucky. So this is this continues to happen. This continues to happen in Kansas. Voters rejected an amendment that would have removed the right uh, to abortion from the state constitution. That was a
1: fifty-nine percenter. So not even really that close. Counties that backed Trump in 2020
0: voted in favor of abortion rights in Kansas, certain counties. I can see them. It looks like uh, some of the counties around Kansas City, some of the counties around Topeka, and then Wichita for sure. So the three places that you can think of in the state of Kansas, basically uh, eastern Kansas, northeastern Kansas, those places... Backed Trump in 2020 and then backed abortion. Michigan. Voters supported an amendment that enshrined the right to reproductive freedom in the state constitution by
1: 57%. Lots of, uh, lots of counties, like outside of Kalamazoo, um, outside of
0: Lansing, one outside of Detroit that had gone for Trump now backing abortion rights. Montana, voters rejected a state law that would have levied criminal charges on medical workers who didn't take extraordinary efforts to save infants born under extreme conditions. (laughs) 53%. Counties that went for Trump, outside of Helena, Bozeman, and Billings, voted for this measure. Kentucky, voters rejected an amendment that would have said there was no right to abortion or any requirement to fund abortion in the state constitution. That was a closer margin at 52%, but concerningly, there are all these counties outside of Henderson, Lexington, Frankfort,
1: Bowling Green, that went for Trump, that's nevertheless voted for abortion. Still think that democracy is the right form of government, do you? Given the fact that, uh, given the fact, well,
0: look, uh, Ohio, Ohio is the case in point. Ohio is very much considered the bellwether state in a national election. Um, I don't. I'm not aware of any time. A president was elected without winning Ohio. And so the Ohio, uh, Ohio is watched pretty closely. A lot of people that live in Ohio, by the way. It's one of those states that just has a lot of people in it.
1: Well, you've got Cleveland, Canton, Toledo, Columbus, Dayton, Cincinnati. Um,.
0: Voters supported an amendment that enshrined the right of abortion into the state constitution by 56% in Ohio. This includes, ladies and gentlemen, 18 counties that backed Trump in 2020, who voted in favor of abortion rights. These counties are outside of Toledo, Cleveland, Akron, Canton, Youngstown, Columbus, and there's one county in between Dayton and Cincinnati. 18 counties that were for Trump. Do you wonder why? Look, I've I have I have said this multiple times on the show. Donald J Trump has his finger on the pulse of the American electorate. He just knows what they want. It's intuition. It's a sixth sense for
1: him. Do you still wonder why Trump has gone a little squishy on the issue of abortion? I think the the answer to that question is is finally answered. I think we have an answer. Donald Trump knew that there is not a serious pro-life contingent
0: that's in the majority in the United States of America. He has long known this. He did what he had to do to convince the base that he was pro-life. He did what he had to do from a Supreme Court perspective, but he knows that he, uh, as as a political candidate, is not going to get behind a 12-week ban or a 15-week ban. In fact, that's why he's been criticizing those things. Donald Trump was critical of Ron DeSanctimonious for backing a, I don't know, fill in the blank number of weeks ban, 12-week ban, 10-week ban. I don't know what it was,
1: but Ron DeSanctimonious was trying to get a, basically a late-term abortion ban done in his
0: state of Florida, and Donald Trump criticized him for it. Now, I was critical of Trump when he did this, and I still am. But do you understand now why the man who intuitively knows which way the winds are blowing did what he did? 18 counties that backed Trump in 2020 have voted to, to, to go for uh, abortion rights. Abortion has won in the United States of America Yesterday it was voted for in Ohio, Kansas, Michigan, Montana, Kentucky. Everywhere that
1: it was voted for, abortion won. And some of these are red states. Or like in the state of Kansas, it's just a weird state. It's just a strange,
0: very, very strange state of Kansas. Don't spend any time there, if at all possible. Um. All right, let's get to... Well, after the break, I suppose, we're going to have to talk a little bit about the meltdown in the United States of America. It is a debt bubble. You, I, I'm going to give you a U.S. debt number that is staggering. You won't believe it. I'll have to give it to you after the commercial break. You, I, Seriously, I hope you're sitting down. This is a number that you can't, your brain can't even fathom it. I'll I'll have to break it down for you here on Parrot Talk. Live talk radio the way it should be. We are here at the Crusade Channel, which is always on air, always online. You can go to crusadechannel.com slash Parrot, P-A-R-R-O-T-T, type in my last name for a very special promo. Be sure to subscribe to the new Christendom Daily Podcast. That podcast is doing really, really well. Explosive Growth. And that podcast features a segment from this show um, al- uh, alongside tons of content from the King Dude himself and other things. and people are really liking it. So go ahead and subscribe to the new Christendom Daily podcast. Take us with you where you go in your car, on your on your plane, on your boat, on your uh, luxury cruise, your space travel. I don't care where you go take. The crusade channel with you on the new christmas daily podcast all right we will be right back don't go anywhere hey i just met you heard you're a groomer so here's your millstone good luck loser it's hard to look right when you're a pervert so take your millstone no kids will get hurt Gotta get these fools into the bottom of the ocean, down in the ocean, alongside that Titan sub. Gotta get these guys down to the bottom of the ocean, throw them in the ocean, with that Titanic sub. Welcome back to the show. This is Parrot Talk here on the Crusade Channel, and this is live talk radio the way it should be. I am your humble host, Mike Parrot, and I am here with you every single day, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, Monday through Friday, during the week... I am always with you on the new Christendom Daily podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast and take us with you. The King Dude has very kindly placed significant segments of the show. If you look, if you're listening to the show right now and you're paying for it, get your friends to subscribe to the new Christendom Daily podcast, new Christendom Daily podcast, and they can listen to significant portions of the show for free alongside some excellent Excellent segments. Actually, I'll confess to you, I do a lot of driving in my in my daily duties. I go from here to there. I got a lot of children. I'm taking them around. I like to listen to the new Christmas Daily Podcast because it catches me up on what the King Dude is talking about. He is generous enough to give a lot of free segments from his work, from his morning show, Monday through Friday. Uh, he's on for... Hours a day, I don't know how he does it. I would lose my voice personally. Um, but he is taking some of his best segments and putting them on the podcast. you can listen to him for free. He's putting I don't have I don't have best segments. I just have segments. he's taking a segment from my <laughs> show and he's putting it on there for free and people are going gaga over. it, they love it. The new Christendom Daily podcast. It is the best way to introduce your friends and family. Uh, they're gonna have some time off over the coming holidays. To these two, uh, these two products here that we have here on the Crusade Channel, it helps. It, it helps to grow the audience, ladies and gentlemen. And it helps to keep the the, the place going. It helps keep uh, you know the lights on and keep us always on air and always online. So you can. You can do it one of two ways. You can send your friends and family a link to the Crusade Channel. You can send it to the com slash parrot, P-A-R-R-O-T-T. Tell them to type in my last name for a very special promo code to get one full year access for a pretty dang good price. Probably one of my favorite prices on anything there is. Or, or... Just send them a link to the podcast, to the new Christendom Daily podcast. They'll be like, man, who are these guys? That king dude, he is pretty dang smart and funny and uh, and, uh, savagely good looking, too. You can just tell that through the podcast. He doesn't have a face for radio, ladies and gentlemen. He has a face for prime time television. Yours truly, however, I'm the radio face guy. In the group, okay, everybody knows it. That's okay. I accept it. It's oh, it's fine. I'm the least good-looking guy on the rundown, um, and that we just we just deal with it. You know, it kind of blend in, and I accept that. But you can just send a link to the podcast, the new Christendom Daily podcast, to your friends and family. Send it to one buddy right now, and introduce them to. The freest, most conservative, most awake, most uh, 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 when I say free, free freedom, two things: freedom to choose the good, and so far as everybody on this Crusade Channel, everybody in the in Crusaderville is actively choosing the good. But not only that, but we are free from special interests. Nobody owns us. Nobody owns this channel. The King Dude owns this channel. We're not beholden to anybody. There are no sacred cows around here. I have the freedom from The King Dude to talk about anything I want, to hold any opinion I want, to give you any new story that I want to bring to the show. There is nothing that is off-limits. I'm just not supposed to bring you Scandal, um I won't I won't cause you to sin I don't think I hope not. And those are our guiding principles. That's real freedom of speech. Freedom of speech is not the ability to shout fire in a theater. It's not the ability to blaspheme God or insult the Catholic Church. Freedom of speech is the freedom to choose the good. That's what you get with this uh New Christendom Daily Podcast. Send it to your friends and family. I'm telling you, it's growing like a weed. It's taking off. And when it does, it's going to be extremely powerful for the future of the Crusade Channel in general. So let's get that done, ladies and gentlemen. Um, All right, I got to talk about the ballooning debt crisis in these United States. Would you believe that to service the debt... Okay, this is the interest payments. This is the United States debt interest payments is now $1 trillion. $1 trillion. That's just to make the interest-only payments on the United States debt Ponder that. Ponder that. Let me let me pull out my cell phone calculator here because a trillion dollar. Hold on. Hold, hold. Don't go anywhere. One zero zero zero. That's a thousand. Zero zero zero. That's a million. Zero zero zero. I don't even do it. I can't do a trillion on my phone calculator. I can only do a hundred billion. All right. So I'll do a hundred billion and I'm gonna divide it by 300 million people. Okay, but then I gotta multiply it by 10. Okay, I did something wrong here. I gotta do it, I I have to get out a real calculator. You can't even type in a trillion dollars on your phone calculator. Maybe for you Android people you can. Could this be the differentiator between Apple users? And Android users, let's try this on the computer. One, zero, 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 that's a thousand. Zero, 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 that's a million. Zero, 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 that's a billion. Zero, 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 that's a trillion. Okay, one trillion divided by 300,000, that's Zero zero zero—three hundred million zero, 300 million people. Okay, one trillion divided by 300 million people is $3,333 per living, breathing human being in these United States. 3300 bucks to service the debt, to make the interest payment. When you issue a debt instrument, you agree to pay interest, on the debt and principal just to pay the interest without which you have defaulted is $3,333 per human being in these United States. That's for every man, woman and child. That's for every person in the hospital bed. That's for every person retired. That's for every kid playing baseball that's for every bum on the street. That's for everybody. That's for your crazy aunt, Susie. That's for your derelict second cousin, Gerald. Everybody owes $3,333 just to pay the interest expense, okay? Not to service the debt, not to pay it down, just to pay the interest on it. Bloomberg. U.S. Treasuries may face renewed selling pressure into the new year if one measure of the nation's selling debt repayment bill is any guide. <laughs> Estimated annualized interest payments on US government debt climbed past 1 trillion at the end of last month, Bloomberg analysts shows. That projected amount has doubled in the past 19 months from the equivalent figure forecast around the time. Hold on. What? That projected amount has doubled? In the past 19 months, from the equivalent figure forecast around the time? So, you're telling me that 19 months ago, interest on United States debt was $500 billion, and today it's a trillion dollars in 19 months? What the hell happened in the last 19 months? Did we go to war? Did we have a famine? Have we had a great recession? What in the hell has happened in the last 19 months? Can you even think of it? COVID hasn't even been a thing. Fake Catholic Usurper in Chief Joe Biden's been in the White House. He's been presiding over all of this.
1: What's happened in the last 19 months?
0: Oh, wait, hold on a second. So- I'm having a dim memory come back to me. Hold on. It's it's a little elusive. It's taking shape. It's taking form. I'm giving it all of my mental power to try to remember what happened in the last 19 months that would have caused this. Oh, that's right. His name is Vladimir Zelensky. The gay Jew. The gay Jewish comedian who is the United States-backed, installed president of the Ukraine...
1: Well, he came onto the scene about 19 months ago. Isn't that true? Been over a year. You're telling me that our... Just the interest expense
0: on our debt has doubled since Zelensky came into our lives?
1: It's gone from $500 billion... That seems like a very manageable number. That seems like
0: something we can grow our way out of, right? So Let's just get the sell-siders together and we'll just grow our way out of it. We'll abstract the debt away, you know. That's what, the, that's what trickle-down works. $500 billion to a trillion dollars ever since we started just printing money, issuing debt, and forking it over to Ukraine. And now CNN admits. Ukraine's losing. Even CNN admit. They're like, "Hey, the administration is lying to us. Ukraine is losing." They haven't had any gains in the last year, any measurable gains. At best, they're at, they're they're at a uh,
1: they're at a standstill. But they are slowly losing and Ukraine is about to collapse. Russia is going to achieve
0: its objectives. Putin will be victorious. Meanwhile, Putin's secondary objective to bankrupt the United
1: States of America seems to be underway just fine. Looking forward, the rise in yields on long-term treasuries in recent months suggests the government will
0: continue to face an escalating interest bill. Ah, it's not only the fact that we've been forking over money in the Ukraine, it's also that we, well, we keep raising interest rates. When you raise interest rates, your interest expense goes up. So, for example, when you had a house for a 2.75% mortgage versus today we get an 8% mortgage, the amount of interest you pay is quite a bit More. Your interest expense more than doubles in that scenario. Almost triples. Probably triples. Probably more than triples, to be honest, because of compound interest. Which Einstein, incidentally, compared to one of the most powerful forces in the universe. Compounding interest. One of the most powerful forces in the universe. Einstein studied black holes. Gravity. He thought about the speed of light. Relativity. All kinds of crazy, fancy mathematical maneuvers. I think a lot of it's bogus. Helped build the bomb, supposedly. All kinds of fake stuff going on with Einstein. And yet, he did recognize that even more powerful than the fake
1: bomb. Or black holes. Or dark matter or anti-gravity,
0: or any of the other things that have to exist for his theories to work that just can't be proven or can't be found. That compounding interest is the most powerful force in the universe. Here we have the government, it's, I guess, trying to crash itself, going further into debt, raising the interest rate intentionally on the
1: debt that it is raising forcing itself to now pay to whom? The holders of the debt. Who are the holders of the debt? Banks? Other nations? This is... This is like Stockholm Syndrome. This is like asking to be kidnapped by somebody, falling in love with
0: them, and then paying your own ransom to them Paying them out of your own pocket, but asking them to hold on to you. This is, the, this is the most disgusting, sick, twisted version of Stockholm Syndrome I have ever seen. The United States government is begging to be kidnapped and held captive by other nations, the Saudis, the Chinese, and by the banksters. Please, please, please take our debt, hold on to it, and charge us triple interest. We'll just keep rising rates, okay? And you can just have as much interest as you want to, but please hold on to the debt. Don't sell it. We want you to own us. We want you to kidnap us and
1: capture us. That's what the government is doing right now. We are witnessing an implosion a controlled demolition of the United States of America.
0: And it's, and it's happening on, on the household level too. Credit card balances spiked in the third quarter to a trillion, which is a record, a trillion. You think, okay, uh, now we're just throwing out trillions casually, yeah, the government's gotta pay a trillion in interest every year. By the way, household credit card debt is at a trillion, 1.08 trillion on their credit cards. This is according to a report from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. Higher prices have caused consumers to spend down their savings and increasingly turn to credit cards to make ends meet. Higher prices.
1: Higher prices on things. In the first quarter of 2021, United States credit card debt was $770 billion. Two and a half years later, it's a trillion dollars. We went from 770
0: to a trillion. We packed on $220 billion in credit card debt in the United States of America. And just like what the Federal Reserve is experiencing, just like the U.S. debt, struggling to even service the debt because of higher interest rates, Your credit cards are variable interest
1: rate loans. And your minimum payments are going to go up just to service the interest. Credit card rates top 20%. The average annual percentage rate, more than
0: 20%. This is also an all-time high. We are living in the age of usury. Some people call it the information age. Some people call it the robotics age, the age of AI. We are living in the age of usury, ladies and gentlemen. All-time high amounts of debt, both within the household and within the nation. All-time high in terms of
1: interest being paid. To the usurers, to the banks, to the banksters, to the holders of the debt. There is only one way out of this. One, one real Christian way out. And we're not going
0: down that path. We're just not. It's not going to happen. The only way out of this would be to have a Christian nationalist, a socialist... A uh, a a fascist, a strong man of some kind, take over and cancel all the debt, and say you don't like it. Declare war on me, but we're not paying it. It's all
1: canceled. It's all gone. Um, to declare a jubilee, a jubilee year, a cancellation of all debts. I'm not saying. Look, I'm not.
0: A socialist. I'm not a, a communist. I am not saying that we should cancel people's student loans who took out loans for stupid sociology degrees or women's study or gender studies
1: or whatever. That's not the first place I would go to cancel debt. It's not. The first place I would go to cancel debt, I would, I would
0: go to the Small Business Administration and say, all the, all, cancel all the loans. Every small business loan you've made, cancel it. We want small businesses. We want people to have local ownership of their entities. Cancel the, cancel the Small Business Administration. That's the first place I would go.
1: Do I think that maybe I would eventually get over to the college debt? I don't know. Maybe. Possibly.
0: Possibly. I might start canceling government-backed uh, mortgage debt as well. People should own their houses. People should own their businesses, they should own their houses, they should own their means of production, equipment loans, those types of things. I just think people should own those things. Look, I'm not for giving stuff away for free. I'm just saying, if we're in a debt crisis and we're about to collapse, you've got to systematically crush the debt. You've got to to remove layers of debt from people's lives. And where's the most productive way to do that? Where's it going to help the most? Where's it going to create jobs and prosperity and create wealth? You remove it from the from saddling small producers. Small producers. Small farm loans, gone. Family farms, hobby farms, loans on those, equipment or, uh,
1: or for the land itself, gone. Small business loans, gone. Credit cards on families earning a certain amount or less, I don't know, probably gone. Look,
0: the credit cards are the one, they're, they're charging you 20% interest. They're usurers, they're sinners, they're going to hell. We're doing them a, we're doing them a favor by canceling the debt, all right? We're removing usury from their, from the, from their soul <laughs> in, uh, in Milstonia. I don't know. I look. These are just some initial thoughts. All right. There, there may be better strategies. There may there may be some more systematic stuff. I just think that if you start with the SBA and you start with farms, and maybe you start with equipment, and maybe you start with like some some you know unsecured debts that families are carrying. Maybe you go into the mortgages. I don't know. If you go there, and you
1: just say, you know what, these debts are forgiven. They're canceled. They're forgiven. What a breath of fresh air that would be to our
0: country to remove a whole lot of usury from our lives. Usury is what forces people into bad situations. Usury and sodomy go together. Usury and pornography are usually pervaded by the same people. Um, I just think that would be better. All right. We got to end the show. That's it for Wednesday morning. Thank you for hanging out with me. And thank you for doing the the, the mind experiments of like what debts we would cancel first. Send me an email for where you would go to cancel debts. How you would get us out of the trillion dollar debt service business. I'd be curious to have your opinion. God bless you. Thank you for listening. This is Paratalk here on the Crusade Channel. This is live talk radio the way it should be. Always on air, always online. And I will see you on Thursday. This is Parrot Talk,
1: brought to you by Restoring the Faith Media, restoringthefaith.com.